everybody. Welcome to episode 135 of the Girl Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts. What the hell? I dropped my phone. Sashia Dumont. I'm Paul Robinson. Phoneless. Paul Robinson. Um, His pockets are so small. I don't know how. That's what she said. Um, If you hear a wailing in the background, we are fostering a cat who's, she's quite the, the vocal wass. Yeah. So, uh. We're not torturing anyone back there. Yeah. She's just, or we likes, are, and this she is likes just to a scream rouge. at us. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. So we we uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, some things to review. Yeah. Watch some stuff. Yep. And uh, you know, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we are. So that's what we're gonna do. Yep. So. Uh, oh, also, uh, as they say in the biz, a little. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do a little upkeep here. You know, if you want to send us something to watch, you know, indie films, all that sort of stuff, we love to. Is this for the people that don't make it to the end of the yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we always okay. say this at the end, but I feel like maybe a lot of people don't make it to the end. But feel free to send us your your shiz. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just uh, really can't take an hour of your voice. But uh, yeah. so anyway, um, so before we jump into that, I did want to get into uh, the news. A bit film news, if news. you will. So one thing that I'm not going to go too far into, but oh my god, is Nicole Kidman playing Lucille Ball. I, yeah. I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I know. It makes no sense to me. And uh, I just don't understand how Deborah Messing wasn't like the only person on the list. Yeah, I mean, like Kate Blanchett was supposed to do it, and I can't. I can't really see that, but I can see it way more than Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to be uh, mean, but, you know, this is the problem with, look, like, if if Nicole Kidman thinks that we don't know that she's had uh, reconstructive surgery. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. It's, I mean, it's a nice way of saying facelifts and Botox yeah. stuff, but it's nothing, there was nothing to reconstruct, but, you know, yeah. um, it, it's very evident. And the the problem with that, I'm not mentioning it to be a catty bitch. Um, but it's more that, you know, I, you're losing people's expression. Yeah. You know, so it's like Nicole Kidman's earlier stuff. Look, I, I never would say that Nicole Kidman's like someone I'd go like to for, for many character pieces, but, um, she did really well in the hours. I remember Uh like being like, okay, wow. And I really liked her in Cold Mountain. Um, Eyes Wide Shut was okay. I didn't really care for that movie too much, but. Bewitched, right? I didn't. Didn't she like do the? I didn't see that. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So it's just once the the past decade of just kind of like her having that work done. You there's less and less facial expression. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm gonna just stop there. I wasn't gonna go too deep into it. It's just I. I just. I I honestly think they didn't want to get it. Pick messing because of the boobs. Nicole Kidman doesn't really have much going no. on either. She's a way bigger There's, name. I can't think of any other reason. Nobody knows who Deborah Messing is, honestly. If you're if you're going if if you're talking about the average person that watches movies, if they haven't seen that show, they don't know who she is. Yeah, well. If you're not a Will and Grace fan, you don't know who she is. She's been in other things. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. You know, and a, a film a film like that about an icon, you know, they're they're gonna want an A list celebrity that has a lot of you know, popularity. Anyway, anyway, um, the, the other bit of news that I wanted to get into was that there was a, there was an article on David O. Russell's latest production. Mm-hmm. So here's trying the, to help you, bitch. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, just real I, quick. Uh, I, I implore people to Google David O. Russell, yes, Mike Barbiglia. Yes. Yes. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, well, watch if you haven't seen it. No. Watch David O. Russell's look. Look up his rant on set with Lily Tomlin, and then look up Berbiglia's uh-huh. skit with that. It's fantastic. Um, so he here's here's the here's the 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 the, um, the mush, if mm-hmm. you will, <laughs> is that I generally cannot stand when there are too many celebrities in one film. I yeah. don't know what it is. Uh, I feel like it's like you've got too many kings and queens in one castle. Yeah. Even Knives Out, which I liked a lot, had a lot too of... many people. And it gets like basically t- for me, Chris Evans was completely underutilized 
yeah. in that film yeah. because there's not enough time. First of all, like um, uh, Jamie. Yeah. Lee Curtis. Like, what was she in this? Like, like two minutes? Yeah. You know, so it's like you had all these great actors, but you can't give everybody the same amount of time. And so yeah. it's they're basically cameos. Yeah. It's not really like all these people in a film. They're basically cameos. Um, the only person that manages to kind of not do that and actually sort of give uh, give the bright light to to almost all of the actors, all of the the celebrities in it is David O. Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that I I didn't see Three Kings. And ironically, I wasn't a fan of I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. Um, because really, uh, it, it just... Um, anything that's starring Mark Wahlberg isn't always tough for me because there are movies that do have him that I like. Not many, <laughs> but a, like a couple. Diaries, that's about a it. couple. Um, but I him, him, I, I can't really deal with as like a lead of something. So um, I, I just I had I hadn't seen those two, but I'm not gonna lie and say that I didn't like American Hustle. Really like that movie. I really liked Joy. Um, really liked um, Silver Linings. Mm. He does a good job with that. I, I will say, I, I don't think there's any other director that I will tolerate that from. Usually when I see a cast like that, I'm like, I'm out. It's yeah. too, it's like uh, like when there's just too much shit on a menu. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he can, Cheesecake factory of movies. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, he can pull it off. He always manages to pull it off. However, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, I, okay, so his latest film... This is just, I just, obviously he works with a lot of the same people. That's mm-hmm. kind of his thing. Um, Robert De Niro, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Chris Rock, Rami Malek, Anna Taylor-Joy, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Timothy Oliphant, Andrea Riseborough. Like, there's no way all of those people are going to be utilized. Yeah. I mean, usually he's got like five, you know, yeah. that he focused. This is ridiculous. Like, this is just ridiculous. And... If the, if he wasn't an asshole, I probably would have given it a go. But you know, there's just, I talk so much about accountability. Yeah. And this is when I when you really get into him, it's like, should I be watching this man's movies? Mm-hmm. And why are why are like a list actors working with this guy? Like Christian Bale, none of these people need yeah to work with him. No, it's not no, none choosing, of their big breaks. Yeah, they're choosing to do it, and so I understand why why rising stars would do it mm-hmm. against their better judgment because it's like all right this could launch your career yeah but none of those people none of those people are like starving and 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 you know desperate for work so it's a, it, you're complicit yeah yeah to a, at, at a certain point you know you know what this man stands for and you know what um things he's done and i get i get it that people change and stuff but it's not like he's changed or anything you know what i mean it's like oh my god you know it's 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 pretty well known how he is and so yeah i mean look there's a there's a you know in our in our environment there's a very fine line between cancel culture and accountability it seems for whatever reason people can't really like delineate the two but you know it's it's one thing when you you hire an actor and then you find out later like oh my god this actor or this person this producer or director did something horrible mm-hmm. and blah 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 but it's like you know what this person stands for and you choose to put your name behind that you know yeah it's and i get disappointing. like and i get like you know there's maybe you love the script and and uh, it's a great part and you're just dying to play that part so maybe you'll look past it and whatever and that's you know that's that's whatever but i for me it's like a matter of I don't want to support that, you know. Well, let's just go down the list so that so that people can understand because with cancer culture, uh, cancer. Oh, geez, oh geez, Christ, I hope not. With cancel culture, um, the 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 move would have been that he had this complete fucking meltdown on set. Which, first of all, like you look, like you really gotta, you really have to look at yourself if this is how you're reacting yeah. in front of other people, no less. Yeah. Um, just yeah, zero shame. Yeah, it's not shame. like you you. Uh, went in a room and, and yelled at this person and you're a jerk, but like what it's, it's, it's cause I always, I, I hear these things with actors and directors and whoever, you know, doesn't even have to be in the entertainment industry. And I have to wonder like, okay, they did this in front of people. Yeah. They did this. In front what are they of doing people. behind closed doors, you know? So, and, and how do they really feel about things? And I think like, there's no way, you know, you can't sit there and say, 
you know, uh, in my opinion, anyway, you can't sit there and say like, we need to change the culture of filmmaking and, 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 uh, how the sets are because it's very much a misogynistic place to work and blah, blah, blah. But then you're going to support that. And it's like, you need to clean it up, you know, and, and you can't support because like, yeah, sure. David or Russell maybe never was like, uh, you know, jerking off into plants or something, but at the same time, you know, he's, he's not, he's, he's, he's only aiding that temperament in Hollywood. You know, I want to thank you for that visual. Yeah. I've heard producers do that. It's like a thing. I don't know. Yeah. So, and I have to wonder if it's a certain type of plant, you know, and is it, does it go onto the plant or does it go into the soil? And, and and does the plant actually benefit from that in some way? A lot of questions. So, so here's the thing um, to, to cancel him for having done that. Let's say like, so he has this complete fucking meltdown. Right. And then he, mm-hmm. uh, cause Lily Tomlin says, you know, we smoothed everything over. Like uh, about 90% of me feels like I'm pretty sure the studio was like, you better smooth this shit over because you're never going to work in this town again. Yeah. If you talk, you know, shit about, about him. Yeah. Um, maybe not. I wasn't there, but I'm just saying it's really, Should be the other I, I way around, really but whatever. hard to believe. That she was like, mm, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe, yeah. but whatever. So let's just say he had, he had this, you know, this com- complete toddler meltdown and it gets recorded and it goes out there and it's all over the YouTubes. Right. And he listens to that and he's like, wow, uh, not a good look. Yeah. And then changes and doesn't do that again. I don't feel like he should forever be an asshole for that. Right. You know, it's like, sure. did you learn that that's not how you treat? Okay. Uh, kind of scary that you needed to be told that at your age, but let's just go with like you, at least there's room for change. Right. But the problem is that he's infamous for doing this on almost all of his sets. Mm -hmm. So on every set, he has a complete meltdown and yells. And like, I don't mean just raises his voice, like just screaming at people. Yeah. So it's pretty much, uh, it's, pretty much known to a lot of people that Amy Adams cried daily on set of American hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to the point, um, that he was berating her so badly that Christian Bale had to get involved, which is kind of insane that you have to have another like grown man be like, uh, Hey, (laughs) Christian Bale's working with him again. Christian Bale's worked with him, uh, a few times, but yeah, yeah, that was the second film American because he was in the fighter. Yeah. That's the that's the other Mark Wahlberg movie that I will tolerate that I like. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care about his part, but everybody else. So um, I don't know if he was like that with Amy Adams and the fighter, because right. then she you know, I don't know. This was specifically American Hustle that she mm-hmm. had said. So um, she hasn't worked with him since. Yeah. But so, you know, he, he made her cry a lot. And she had even said something in, in on the lines of uh, that Jennifer Lawrence, like, lets it roll off her. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not like that. You know, mm-hmm. if I see somebody being mistreated that bothers me yeah as well it should which then makes me think like well that kind of makes jennifer lawrence sound like a fucking asshole because she's worked on several films with Mm -hmm. him several i think he's worked with her more than anybody maybe this is the only time that like i'm surprised i didn't see her name in this uh lineup for this film but she's taken a break from acting or whatever um and it's funny because she so she's running this uh, like a political nonprofit, something about Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she yeah. is with him. Oh God. Okay. And I thought like, isn't that ironic because it's about like holding politicians accountable yeah. and shit. And I'm like, uh, ironic, yeah. <laughs> the irony is strong with this one. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, for somebody could say it's not my job to tell somebody that they should behave, but I don't know. It just says something about you when you have the star power to be able to look, if I'm like an extra, or, you know, I, I don't have a principal role. I'm trying to break in. I'm probably not going to say anything to this fucking guy because he'll destroy me. Yeah. That that'll, no one's going to work with me again. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you're fucking Jennifer Lawrence. You've worked with him enough times. He's her, like her best friend. You should have been like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Or even Amy Adams. I mean, she, at that point in time, it's not like she was just, you know, she was Amy Adams. You know, she had like. Yeah, but it was happening to her. <laughs> no, I know. But for her to come out and be like, this guy's a jerk. Don't, you know don't work nobody should work with them or whatever and she it's like, can't look the thing is you can't say that in this business you know you can't say that but well, the fact that she's that she that's did the bigger say it prob- happened that's was... the bigger problem is you know everybody wants to sit here and say like well, why didn't somebody say something why didn't say you know and it's like well when you do this is what happens right. and you know uh nobody wants to like ruin somebody else's career but 
this person would no, have no problem ruining your career if you came out against them. So right. I don't know. I, she would have I been have chastised no for, for saying anything more than that. But, you know, the, I think the fact that she did say it was People her way. People need to start recording interactions. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know, there's that. Get Tom Cruise on their ass. Um, uh, George Clooney worked with him once and never again. Mm-hmm. Apparently they, they, they had some fisticuffs going on mm-hmm. on set. And then also old Russell had um, pushed and crew member, I believe, or an mm-hmm. extra. I think it was an extra. He pushed and then was berating a driver. And George Clooney stepped in. George Clooney stepped in and said, not on my set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because you're the fucking star of this film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they going to start over without you? Like, you yeah. know how much that's going to cost? You're, you know, you're going to have to learn know, to work man. with this person. I, just, I can't. And he never worked with him again. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's like, you know, he he told him, you're in the middle of a film, so you're not going to drop out. You know, you contract, yeah. you know, contracted to finish. But. You know, I, I appreciate that George Clooney did that. Yeah. You know that it, it says a, it says a lot. Um, but I just I just don't understand why people continue to work with this guy. Like you know, it. he's gonna treat somebody at some point like shit. And I think a lot of it is that celebrity status where it's like if it's not happening to me, mm-hmm. well, it happened to an extra. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter who it happened to. It, yeah. I don't care if it's like Are they the sweeping in some the way? floor. Yeah. Like the, everyone has a job on set. It doesn't matter. Like you, they're still human beings. You don't treat people that way. Um, and one of my issues that I have with him is that I feel like his his method of directing is like he's like the the method director of method acting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because director. he's a method director because um, apparently him and Jennifer Lawrence did get into like a fight on set and he claims it was because he was trying to get more emotion out of her. That's not how it works. Yeah. That's not how I you do yeah, it. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. And I, and I can't believe that it still happens where like you have these directors that are trying to get performances out of people or whatever, but it's like, especially on that level, you know, you're hiring people to do a job. And if you have to like, who are already established. Yeah. So. If you have to, you know, torture somebody, mentally or emotionally or physically in some instances to get the performance you want and it's like well then a you probably hired the wrong person or b like your your expectations are a little you know uh unrealistic yeah if that's what you have to do it's like it's to your point of of the of the um method thing it's like i'm sure there's a, a better way to get that person to perform what you need for the scene yeah you know if you needed for you know as a as an example if you needed Jennifer Lawrence to cry, it should be enough to say, this is where I want the character to be emotionally. So do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's that. And that isn't to say I that he know. isn't successful because that method still worked. Just like a method actor can still give well, you a good it, performance. Yeah, of course but it's, it's, still worked, it's, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's cheapening the process. I mean, not to be all like hoity toity, but it's like, you know, I, I don't know, man. It, Look, they're movies, I right? I love I love filmmaking, but they're movies, they're films, and and, and I they're art. But at the same time, you can't not to an egotistical director. Yeah, you can't. Uh, we're not curing cancer here. I say it all the time. It's like we're having fun making films, making art, and this should be a, a process in which everybody is having fun, feeling fulfilled. You know, um, that's the case for only some directors, though. I think that it's uh, there's actually more directors that aren't. It's not an art. It's not fun for them. It's not expression. It's money. They're making a a living making films and being a director. It's not about. I think David O. Russell will be fine, though. What do you mean? Like money. Yeah, but he has an ego to fill. Like, I don't feel like David O. Russell makes movies because he genuinely loves the art of it. And respects, you know, yeah. act. He obviously doesn't. I think he's an egomaniac, yeah. and that's why. And a lot of directors are, unfortunately, but they are. I actually just learned. This is such old news, but I just learned that um, Paul Thomas Anderson, mm-hmm. when he had watched Fight Club, said that he hoped that uh, David Fincher had testicular cancer. Yeah, because he hated the movie so much, and I'm like. <laughs> Um, um, look, I've seen a lot of bad movies in my day, but I've never wished cancer on any, any well, filmmaker. I think he was using, you know, the fact that, that Fincher made light of them, uh, you know, going to these cancer groups, mm. but it's like, you're, you're in an, you're in the arts and you're in entertainment. If you can't. And, and so apparently Anderson's father died of cancer and so it's like if you can't separate life from art Mm -hmm. that you took that personally yeah 
I mean, then you would be offended by any film that pretended someone died of cancer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so I, I just don't get it. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the 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 whole the whole old Russell thing, I don't know. It like it's kind of like LaBeouf with me right now. I'm like, do do I want to yeah. watch this movie? Mm-hmm. I don't support this guy. I don't like the way he treats people. And is is my not watching it to make a difference? No, probably not. Because no. most people don't give a shit and mm-hmm. they'll watch it anyway, you know, because they want to be entertained. And I'm not judging anyone that does. It's just me personally, like I said. I, I just uh, don't think that I'm going to be able to yeah. really do that. Yeah, and it sucks for, like, the for the extras and the sound people and the, you know... The makeup department and and all those yeah. people that would rely on that film for to put food on their table, you know, they're not the Jennifer Lawrence's of the world, and so, you know, they could be they're they're fine. Those people are fine, but you know, uh, the Jennifer Lawrence people. But like, I don't know. I mean, I, I would hope that if that you know if that money would just be allocated to a different film, and then those people would still have that opportunity. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so anyway, <laughs> any hoosers, any hoosers. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, and the thing the thing with David O. Russell also is that it's not like he writes all his stuff. Right. You know, like if you were like a writer, director, again, not excusing it. But like so I could see it coming from some like egotistical writer director that's like, it must be this way because it's how I wrote it. It's like, you don't write this, man. Yeah. <laughs> like just... yeah. And and what I like about David O. Russell's films is never really it's it's the performances. It's never really the directional structure. Like I don't see anything in his direction that I'm like, oh, that's what made the movie. Yeah. His direction is very basic. Yeah. It's his cast. Mm-hmm. He casts the right people. I'll give him that. He's I want to see him make a movie with no A-listers. Yeah, he's great at casting people. Yeah. But if you didn't have A-listers, I, I feel like his films would be very vanilla. I don't think that there'd be much about them. Yeah. I mean, you, you work with the same people because you, you, you start to realize the people that will, you know, based on what you said, like if Jennifer Lawrence is the type of person that can like n- not let that stuff bother her. Well, yeah, he's going to work with her because he can get away That's with a, whatever. But I think even working, I think that working only with people that are at the top of their game, I feel like that's, um, it's And you still have like, to do that to them. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. But I mean, like you're working with people that are at the top of their game and I feel like that's kind of like cheating, mm. right? Because it's really not about him. It's about them. Yeah. He knows <laughs> how to work with these people. So that's what I'm saying. I wonder, do you know how to direct somebody that doesn't have star power? Yeah. Still a good actor, but doesn't have star power or doesn't give you, you know, Christian Bale's a, yeah, a chameleon he, of an actor. So if like, you can't get the performance you want out of somebody who's at the top of their game, you're going to literally just end up stabbing somebody. That's just <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah. Amy Adams. What yeah. was she doing wrong? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, yeah, yeah, seriously. You may not have been getting exactly what you wanted, but to the point of making her cry every day, why did you hire her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's I don't the understand thing. Like, that. That's, then, then that is, then you're just hiring these people so so that your film will get seen right. because that's you're not saying, making a cheating. genre film. And because you just hired who, whoever's famous, they're not the, 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 the person that is right for the part. So then you have to like do whatever to them to get them to give you a performance that you feel that they, I don't know. It's like this whole, whole, this whole thing. It's garbage is what it is. Fuck them. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Final words. Final words. So, um, we watched a film that I honestly, I wanted to see it and it was actually in the running with our last film in one of the film fests that it was in. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was obviously like one of the, like uh, it was only available for a limited time because mm-hmm. it was, you know, a bigger um, production and stuff. But uh, so slightly bigger than ours. We, <laughs> it's just fine. A couple hundred thousand dollars. Um, so we we decided to watch You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And I know like some people are like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought the same thing. Like for me, it was it's that it's a documentary. I have to say I wasn't really interested in David Arquette. Like, yeah, I was like. What's the like, whole, yeah, you know, which, which is the I'm saying it because it, it's part of the irony, right? I'm like, who cares about David Arquette? Yeah, but it was a documentary, and I was like, oh, this could be interesting. Um, I have to say that that guy is like 50% inspiring and 50% shit show. Yeah, yeah, it's I've never in, in my life met a person, uh, um, a person so unhinged that was that motivated. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you kind of associate people that have a lot of, you know, emotional or mental issues and substance abuse, substance abuse issues with like being really lax and being slackers. Mm-hmm. But like, I've never seen anyone with more tenacity and less com- like personal control. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's re- it was really interesting because you know I didn't know I mean I I always thought he was like a little bit weird but it's like yeah, whatever people are weird fella. I don't really whatever uh, I didn't know to the depths of of yeah. which his his um, for lack of a better word condition Eccentrics. was yeah <laughs> and so I, I was fascinated by it and um, yeah it was it was really interesting because you're like kind of rooting for him but then you're like dude you need help yeah like actual like it's like a car crash yeah and i started to feel bad watching it after a while i was like this is really really kind of terrible and um so if you don't know he he was he had gone into wrestling yeah his acting career pretty much after scream like went nowhere and um he started wrestling. I guess he's always been a fan of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then to no fault of his own, he was given the title, mm-hmm. uh, which in the wrestling world apparently was too soon. Yeah. He was a nobody and he got the belt or some, I don't know, title belt, whatever. Yeah, something yeah. They <laughs> um, and so that kind of turned fans against him, which he then became a pariah. Yeah. And so he was no longer successful in acting. I think he'd said he hadn't been on an audition in like years. Yeah. Years. Which is, which, which for, you know, after Surprising. watching it, it's, you know, you realized how much that he actually is a fan. Like an actually, you know what I yes. mean? He actually does have respect and, and, and love for the, the sport quote unquote. And, uh, well, I mean, there's, there, look, there's crazy athletics involved in yeah, that. Yeah. You know but, I mean? But you know, it's, it, it, I can, I can empathize with the, that, that, aspect of him wanting to uh prove to people like look i'm not just some actor who jumped in here and yeah. and wanted to be a, a champion and then whatever and uh, I, I wanted to put my time in and, and all that sort of stuff he so in the beginning it's it's rough like he his he was basically being used as a punching bag mm-hmm. he's like literally wrestling in strangers backyards like yeah. this is how like this is how low it's going <laughs> like He's, we're not even talking about like amateur wrestling in terms of like, you know, renting out a space and yeah, like yeah. having actual chairs, but like someone's backyard in like Tennessee, in or Tennessee, yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Um, and there's like maybe 15, 20 people yeah. there. And, and so it was, ba- it's it basically more than wrestling. It looked like an excuse to hit people with fluorescent bulbs. Yeah. That's a big thing. Um, Apparently in, and in indie wrestling. I have, I didn't know that. So I have, I don't know. So, in it, yeah, ninja. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, they like to break shit a lot. Not like no, just I knew like that, chairs, but it's just like but Jesus Christ. No, they, the the fluorescent bulb budget oh. on any of these. <laughs> you know, I was like, GE yeah. must love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a, a crazy aversion to broken glass. I I cannot like as soon yeah. as a glass breaks, all I think of is shards of glass everywhere on the floor that you're not getting to and going right in the foot. Yeah. So um, I had a a kind of scary. Ex- uh, experience as a kid stepping on a piece of like a splintered piece of wood uh-huh. and my foot turned black uh, <laughs> so, nice so nice and it was because the the piece of wood was wedged in there for so long um and they didn't even see it on x-rays mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck that's possible but um so anytime i think of like something going in the foot or glass i'm like no 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 so watching ugh, i just can't <laughs> like i just don't like the glass the bulbs just yeah, don't yeah. do that but anyway that's their thing. Um, watching the progression and then thinking like, man, his wife is patient as fuck. You know? Yeah. Because that would have been like, we need to get a divorce. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you're just too much. I just cannot with you. And yeah. it's, it's, she's so supportive that she even played into his narrative yeah. of his character. And um, I just didn't realize how like serious he was about wrestling. And then he, as his momentum started to build, I give him a lot of credit because he really did just go through it. Um, As his momentum started to build, there was one particular fight that nearly killed him. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) um, And I think it was another glass thing. Yeah. yeah. Another ball right in the neck, right in the neck. And um, yeah, he was like pretty close to bleeding out. Mm -hmm. And um, Luke Perry was in it, which yeah. was like, oh. Um, so I think it was like because they were very close friends and, you know, took him to the hospital. And it's just like you nearly 
like slice through your jugular. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but then continue to wrestle. Yeah, finish and, the match. And yeah, then finish the... the match while bleeding out. And that's the part where I'm like, yeah, I just think like on an emotional level and a mental health level, that's just not, I don't know. Like I can admire that tenacity, but at the same time, I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Like, you know, a healthy person isn't like, I might bleed out any second now. Let me finish this match. Like, yeah. been, get an ambulance yeah, here yeah. right now. But, you know, so it's like weird. It's like, yeah, I guess like good for you for going on. But then no, not good. And um, you could see just his I mean, the, the physical transformation was crazy. Yeah, that was the thing. You know, he's he, he, he you know, you start watching and you're like, he's you know, he's when he kind of I mean, he started prior to the filming, he had done some stuff, but he really started getting into it. I mean, it's not like he's some spring chicken, as they say. No. You know, he was older, but he still, like, would practice every day. He yeah. built a ring in his backyard. He lost a bunch of weight, and, you know, he was got into great shape, and, and it's that that dedication is is crazy. I really enjoyed it, th this film, but I did feel guilty watching it. Yeah. You know, like, after a while, towards the end, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Just, like... I, I hope that he's moved on from that, you know, and he's in a better place. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, like Wait someone hire him so that he doesn't, yeah, so he That's doesn't have to do this anymore. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems it seems kind of like just scary. But uh, hopefully he's doing okay. But I mean, it, it was a it was a really he was like in other countries wrestling, and it yeah, was crazy. Yeah, in the street, like literally <laughs> wrestling in the street. For, yeah, for change. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he like he went ham. I'll give yeah. that to him. But I, I just it was a little concerning. Good film, though. Um, but oh, yeah. So hello. Uh, so that that film was directed by David Darg, written Darg. and directed by. Mm -hmm. um, so, OK, so um, we watched a movie, a movie mm -hmm. that I remember I totally forgot about, totally forgot about it. And. I remember when it came out, hearing a lot of shit, mm -hmm. not great things. Um, and it was um, Reed Morano's The Rhythm Section. Mm -hmm. um, I believe Mark Brunel's the writer. It was based on a, on a novel, as everything is now. Yeah. And so it's starring uh, Blake Lively, mm -hmm. uh, Jude Law. Balake. And um, uh, Sterling K. Brown, a bunch of people. And so, you know, this is this is kind of like my bad kind of thing because you know you hear bad reviews and you're like oh that's probably not good but yeah. i i can't tell you how many of my favorite films got not so great reviews so yeah. i know i shouldn't go by that but it just kind of like when it came out i was like i'll wait i'll wait till it's like on streaming or something and then i i, I forgot about it yeah and so i saw it up on the hulus and i was like you know i'm gonna give this a shot Mm -hmm. Because I like Blake Lively. I think she's a good actress. Mm -hmm. um, I I have never in my life seen anybody portray like the drugged out girl from Boston better than her. Mm -hmm. She did that shit amazingly. Like her accent, her just just like the, her vernacular and just yeah. like she was so good at that. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to give this shit a try. And she's you know, she's a pretty girl. Mm -hmm. So seeing her seeing something not be about her looks, yeah. you know, I was like, all right, all right. Um, and anyone that can tolerate Ryan Reynolds on a, <laughs> on daily, a daily basis. basis. <laughs> is a... Um, I, am, I mean that in a good way. Yes. I love we, him. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for, for falling into it, for falling into it yeah. because um, this was far better than any Liam Neeson movie yeah. that I've seen. And I know some people are, are guffaw. Yeah. At the moment. I don't like Liam Neeson movies. It's the same character yeah, I'm not a big in fan the of them same either. movie doing the same things with the same voice. There, there's nothing like and but like people, they go crazy for anything that he's in. Yeah. And so I started to think I didn't I didn't want this to be about like a sexist thing. I just thought like, all right, maybe the movie sucked. And then I'm like, no, this is like any time a female plays any kind of badass or assassin it's every like dude bro out oh, yeah. there that has some shit to say about it and i'm sorry atomic blonde wasn't the best movie i've ever seen but her fight scene mm -hmm. in terms of hollywood level films because i'm not talking about like like indie 
uh, martial arts movies. Those fucking things are crazy. Like yeah. the, the people in there are like nuts. The raid, but and stuff, yeah. yeah, like the raid. You know, but Hollywood movies tend to be really choreographed because they're not actual fighters. You yeah. know, they're not actual uh, martial artists. These are actors that are training. Yeah. Um, I've yet to see a scene that great. Mm. Um, um, Vivica A. Fox and Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. I really enjoyed that fight, but it was short. It was you know yeah. kind of a shorter scene. She like she fucking went into it. And I don't know how much is a double or, you know, yeah, there was I, I, camera yeah, where they I swap a dunk, so stunt cr- double credits, in and out. Credit stuff, to her but. stunt double because no one ever credits them, unfortunately. Uh, but they both did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I liked, I liked the story. I thought it was, it was really entertaining. And, um, I liked that she just looked real in it. Mm-hmm. She just looked like she'd been going through shit constantly. Yeah. And you can see that it wasn't about like, even th- there was no, like there were, um, sort of uh, characters. There was like a character that she had to play where she kind of had to like sex herself up. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it was really gritty. And I yeah, liked and I, that. And I like that, you know, you, I appreciate any, like normally you would see a, a film like this and then you you would have this person and then they'd have a training mm-hmm. montage and then they'd be like the best assassin ever. But I like the fact that she wasn't very good at the beginning, especially in, in, even at the ending. So yeah. she, you know, it's not, this isn't something you can just learn in a year or something, you know. Um, she certainly got better at doing it, obviously, and, and whatever, but. But I think it was like a year, right? Or Yeah, something like, like that. But, like you know, there, you know, when she goes on her first thing, it's she kind of fumbles her way majorly, through it, you yeah. know, and barely gets out of there. And, you know, and that's, I really, really appreciate that because I can't stand it when you, yeah. you know, you just have this this person who's down on their luck and then their family gets murdered and then they go after them. And then they're like the best fucking yeah, like fighter in the world. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Things and it's like, I never understood I get, that. Like, you know, then you have to make them like an ex Navy seal or what, you know what right. I mean? It's like this whole thing. And I, I, I really like that. But like, like, like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill was an assassin. So, and she trained with Pai Mei. So yeah, like, that's different. When, you had like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. But she, she was already like an established assassin. So when she goes on her thing, it's like, well, yeah, of course she would know how to do it. She had to know how to do it. And that even stuff. so she, you know, she, you know, she went through some glass. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate making your heroes untouchable. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, absolutely. I absolutely. And I really, li- I really liked that they did that, that she fumbled through it, that, um, the, the scene with her and Jude Law, in the kitchen when he's teaching her how to use a knife, mm-hmm. you know, um, just the, that frustration that somebody would have. Uh, the only thing I wasn't sure about was the lake scene. I'm not sure that, that she would have survived that. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't think even the, the best swimmer in the world would have survived the, those temperatures. Um, but I absolutely loved that they, that, that, um, that she kept it real. The director kept it real. Mm-hmm. And, um, Going back to a particular scene, so she goes um, to assassinate this person. I think were they in Istanbul? Uh, I, I think I don't, I don't remember. Um, so she goes to assassinate this guy who evidently is blind. Yeah. Okay. And so she, you know, she's going in with like or like can't see well at least. Incredibly impaired, but yeah. you know, definitely legally blind. Yeah. And she's going in with reservation because this is like her first solo thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she pretty much gets her fucking ass kicked and almost gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, but luckily he had uh like upper respiratory issues and you know, yeah. Uh, th- she actually that's the that's and yeah, because she actually didn't kill him. No. Technically. She she helped. She, yeah. <laughs> He was like gonna die because he needed to get to his respirator, and then she stopped him from doing that, you know, holding it. So that's kind of how. So I think, you know, that I just like, she just barely made it out of there. But it gave her the taste. That's exactly what she needed. It's like she didn't kill him, but she was responsible for taking his life. And so it kind of like, it was a slow build. And I think that's what people need. Um, You know, like the average person isn't like murder them, whatever you'd be a psychopath, you know, so even, even with a, um, a difficult um, life, you know, that it taking another person's life is a big deal. And so um, I really liked that. I liked that she got her ass kicked in that. That was great. And I loved that when he slammed her hand down on the glass that she actually had like significant, cuts and damage in reality she probably would have hit some nerves and her hand wouldn't have been the same but yeah. it's a movie i i will never understand how somebody goes like through a window yeah and they've got a cut 
just over the bridge of their nose. I'm like, are you kidding? You know how many things you would have lacerated yeah. <laughs> like doing something like that? Yeah. Your femoral artery for one. Yeah. Like there's no way that you would have been this untouched. They got like a little bruise in the yeah. corner of their cheek. Like you just went through a complete class one time. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? I've yeah. hit myself accidentally with something in the face and like almost taken an eye out. Like, yeah. you, you Like, no. And so I loved that. Like She kept it real. She kept the director kept it real. I really, really enjoyed that. And so she like she lifts her hand and it's like, yeah, there's glass in there. She's bleeding. Yeah. She has to wrap it up. I don't think the title of the film helped much either for the marketing. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's not the, the great. There's a lot of things that taken. What's the movie about? Someone who's taken. Well, yeah, that's that's the, okay. Uh, that's, but like, it's it's short, and and they obviously had a much bigger promotional budget. I mean, I, I I see the artistic side. I don't know if that's that that was probably the name of the book. Yeah, probably, but so, that doesn't you know, mean that you can't. I don't know. We, I mean, you have maybe to it's more of a, maybe it's people more know the of book. A, maybe it's more of a promotional thing. They didn't really promote it. You know, I, I didn't know. really. I, I remember sort of hearing. I don't about feel it, but like I, people wanted to promote it. Honestly, yeah. I think that you know you've got again you've got a female lead kicking ass, and that seems to upset people. I don't like. Well, that's the thing is like she wasn't really like she was kicking ass, but but it if was you're like, watching the trailer, you don't know yeah, that yeah. You, you think she's an assassin. Yeah, you know, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's she is, but not but. Um, yeah, I, I really liked the way that that the whole story played out. And I really enjoyed that. I won't give everything away. There was one particular scene where there was there was a bit of a flub in the plan. And oh, yeah, yeah. she was like super real about that. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like it wasn't just like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, it was yeah. like, OK, this was not good. And she pretty much at that point is like, nope. And like yeah. cuts her ties with Jude Law for, for that fuck up. And um the end, we did see that coming, like, cause, like kind of early on, I was yeah. like, eh, yeah. I think, you know, I, I kind of saw that coming, but it was still just, uh, it's just still really, really good. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so would have been a great show that I almost didn't watch it. Yeah. I almost didn't watch it because I, I fell for people's stupid opinions mm -hmm. as I give you my stupid opinions again, yeah. like. I can hate something. Don't Maybe listen to those critics. Listen yeah. to us. You'd watch it and you'd be like, uh, she's she's an idiot. It was great. I don't know. Yeah. Good. There's a lot of things. <laughs> it's just that, my opinion of it. There's a lot of things the film, film did well, but it's not, you know, it's a film. So you had some good things and bad things. And for, for me, the good things definitely outweighed the bad things. It's not like the best movie I've ever seen or anything, but it's like way better than I felt people were making it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, okay. So, oh God, I don't even know where to start with this. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh boy. So, okay. Um we've talked about we've talked about the little buff. And we talked about my dismay when the news broke about him mm -hmm. that he was he was starring in a film that I had really been waiting for yeah. before the news had broke. Yeah. And I was already kind of on the fence with him. You're fucking skating on thin ice with me, LaBuff. <laughs> thin, thin ice, LaBuff. Um, not in his ability, but Again, he's like the quintessential like method. I hate that shit. I, I can't get into this character unless I knock my tooth out. What? I can't get into this character unless I shoot dogs and tattoo my chest. What? You yeah. know, so I was he he was skate. But this was before the dog thing. He was yeah. kind of skating on me with that last, you know, like where he plays like a, a white cholo or whatever, you know, oh, yeah. like I, I was already collector. Or yeah, something. I was already like, dude, really? You tattooed your whole shit. Like what? What? For the character? Like, what are you talking? Like, yeah. That is not necessary. So I was already kind of getting a little sick of his shit because he was starting yeah. to dig into like Leto land and I, I wasn't about it. Um, but he does give a good performance. I'm mm -hmm. not saying he doesn't. It's just yeah, yeah. I, you should not have to go to those lengths anyway. So part of me was like the news broke about um, FKA Twigs and then the dog thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. But this movie had already been made. So yeah. I will say that whatever he does next, I more than likely will not watch. Definitely won't watch. I will not like unless it's a documentary about what an asshole he is. Yeah, like, I would watch that. Yeah. Um, if it's uh, a dog, it's like if it's like a world where dogs rule and have opposable thumbs and they shoot him, yeah. I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of new productions post news yeah uh, i just can't support that dude like yeah. I, I just can't so i was on the fence but like i didn't want to 
punish the director and the rest of the cast because yeah. it's like the cast and crew like people worked on this and they didn't know the shit was gonna but i fucking hope not yeah seriously so let me just say with the old russell it's not impossible but i i want to really hope that the director and the and the cast and crew had no idea about this yeah. stuff you know so if you're going in blind um it's already been made so i think it's cornell mundruco mundrucho Mundricho. Right. Got it. Nailed it. God, I'm probably like, I know I killed that. Um, and Kata Weber wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Vanessa Kirby, mm-hmm. Ellen Burstyn, um, Benny Safdie was in it, mm-hmm. and uh, Eliza Schlesinger, which I found really, I was like, what? Like, I thought she was a comedian. Like, yeah. Um, but she was fine. She had she a small part. There. Like she, yeah. um, she, she resembles Vanessa Kirby, so I can see yeah, it. Yeah. Like they kind of usually they, you know, siblings never look alike, so I can appreciate that they found someone that kind of looked yeah. like her. Um, okay, look. So Ellen Burstyn's a goat. Yeah. All right. You know, she's she's one of many goats, which I know goes against the whole goat because you yeah. really can only have one greatest, but she's one of the greatest. Yeah. She's an O goat. Yeah. And. Um, so, okay, so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. The the film follows a couple. Kirby. They call it. Um, oh, it's U- called Pieces of a Woman. Jesus yeah. Christ, I didn't say the name of them. But uh, they should call it Udg. So, one of the greats. <laughs> Udg. She's an Udg. She's an Udg. Yeah, that's, that slides right <laughs> off the fucking tongue there. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Kirby and LaBeouf uh, are expecting a child. Uh, they have like a doula. That mm-hmm. comes to the house for a home birth, but it's not her doula because her doula was like, wouldn't be able to get there in time. So she sends a replacement. Yeah. So there's like this initial sort of like reserve on like this. She's got reservations about having this other doula there. Um, and they do what they're doing. It's a lot of grunting and moaning and breathing and screaming. I thought that they her- certainly don't glorify childbirth as I'll, well they should as I'll say because that. if you think about what is happening yeah, right yeah. there, ain't nothing pretty about that. Um, and so I like kudos to Kirby, mm-hmm. kudos to Kirby for like really just making the noises and the faces and just doing it. Yeah. Um, she didn't in any way like prissify what birth would be like. Yeah. She, she, she was great. So it's shot as a one Yeah. It's like scene. this. Yeah. The whole scene is just like the chaos of all this happening and Shia LaBeouf is running in and out of. <laughs> rooms and they're going in the bathroom and then they're in the bedroom and yeah. then he's got to like oh it's crazy and it's all like this this one or you know i'm sure there's hidden cuts or whatever but you know going in and out of rooms and it's crazy from a technical standpoint it must have been yeah but i i hate i hate obvious oneers mm. this actually i didn't realize i was in the middle of a oneer right. until like it was probably I can't even say because I I didn't rec- I didn't realize it was happening so mm-hmm. I'd say maybe halfway through I was like and it's a long scene yeah I was like wait was this a wonder yeah and you're like yeah I think it's- it's, I was like oh shit I didn't even know when that started because yeah. it was so seamless flawless flawless oh that's brill um it was really seamless it it had such a night it's mm-hmm. like it was look everybody that does a wonder is doing it because it's like oh, i'm doing a wonder it's a mm-hmm. challenge you know and and there is a a, a certain feeling that you get from yeah, them yeah. but you can fuck them up sure and i've seen that i've seen when i'm like oh god they obviously wanted to get a wonder in here and they didn't give it like you you really have to run through them to an annoying degree yeah so that yeah. everyone knows what move and step that, you, that you're pulling focus at the right time because you fuck up guess what start over again yeah you know uh, well, that's so. why these these types are a little more um i shouldn't say they're easier because they're still crazy difficult but you know you're you have your cut points you know yes. if you're coming in a room you're swiping through a door there's your cut yeah, point you so you kind can of yeah do, you it, can do it in sections yeah i don't know that they did but yeah i don't i don't know. know either but i I would hope so because it would there's no reason to yeah you know to yeah, not and then you can just make production that much more smoother like, to me the only film that should be doing that did that successfully was victoria yeah you know that was like a like the whole Although film i never saw birdman birdman was it yeah i've seen parts of Bird- I birdman i haven't seen the whole thing um it was a little too manic for me yeah i couldn't I really get into it. it it was too manic in 1917 even though there was like hidden cuts technically wasn't one that yeah that was but that that, <sighs> great, that movie. great movie but yeah they there there were cheats in there <laughs> cheat cuts we yeah. got you so okay so they have they have this baby um Things don't go as planned. Medical emergency. Mm. 
baby dies. Mm -hmm. This is all evident in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the doula is to blame. Yeah. Um, I immediately felt bad for her. Yeah. I didn't blame the doula at all. Yeah. I felt like, you know. Even, yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but. Look, ugh. home births are a risk. Yeah. If you're not in the hospital, you're 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 taking a risk. So I just thought like the link, and and that's exactly what would happen also because you know Vanessa Kirby's mom Ellen Burstyn is wealthy, mm -hmm. so of course they're going to get like a good lawyer and they're going to sue this person. And yeah. it's like, but why has why did this go this far? If you really yeah, think exactly. about that's it, like you're thing. taking like, a risk, and you know this woman was she was broken about it. You mm -hmm. know, it's not like she wasn't negligent. Yeah, because um, we as the audience see what transpired in there so we know exactly what happened so to to put this woman through even what was she was put through um was unjust yeah i thought that was that was really unfair i mean but that that is what happens um okay Whew. so as expected because why else would you hire shia LaBeouf? he unravels he's a recovering addict in the film mm -hmm. in in life as well but in the film he's a he's a recovering addict and um, it's, it's starting to feel like a one trick pony, you know, it's like, well, let me guess Shia LaBeouf's character is going to be fucking unhinged as usual. Oh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, I want to see him play like a cool, funny guy, yeah. like go back to transformers and being silly, not yeah. transformers because those things are terrible. But I just mean like playing a light hearted, like show me something else. Like we got it. You're yeah. damaged. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, and so play a romantic comedy lead something <laughs> like something play. I mean, a, don't play anything now. Cause you're, yeah, cause you're dead asshole. to me. Uh, you know, but, but I'm just saying prior to all this, like, yeah. you know, play a cop, play like a hippie or like, yeah. you know, just like give me something different. And um, so it's like, did he do his part? Absolutely. But as I had said on, on the show, when we talked about the initial news breaking, um, watching his performance, I started to realize that every time that I was impressed by his performance, I was just basically what it's like, it was basically a documentation of him unraveling. Yeah. And so you start to go like, wow, was that really a great performance or was the camera rolling when he lost his shit? Yeah. And, and again, not to say that he is like, he's obviously a good actor, Yeah. but um, yeah. So there's two scenes. The first is like his attempt at sex with her after oh, the yeah. fact. That's horrible. Um, I've seen his penis too many times also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, we've seen it. Um, so it was like this really like cold, like emotionless kind of just like raw kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, there was no way for me to watch this movie as it was intended because the entire, from the moment he was on camera, I was like, oh. yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I was on, I was on edge. Like anytime he had a scene, I was just like, I hate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate what you've done. Um, so I much hate potential. I hate the way you handled it. Like, you know, just like this is why. Why is this guy being rewarded and being given roles? And so I couldn't fully appreciate that film, sadly, yeah. because there was no way for me to not know what I already knew. Mm -hmm. So that scene with him, um, some so kind of it kind of soured the experience a bit. Definitely did. Mm -hmm. Um, some would say that uh it was, you know, oh, he was he was in the zone and it was he was playing this character who's like just so ruthless in this moment and it's not intimacy it's just like it's almost like hate sex and um i was like no uh does he know there's a camera in <laughs> yeah, the room seriously because it came so naturally to him it's like i couldn't watch that yeah. it didn't look like a performance i was like i feel like this is what he really does to his girlfriends yeah. and um yeah i it was uncomfortable it was really uncomfortable and um but, but because the um the the all i mean and look the the character wasn't given any redeeming qualities either right you know so that didn't help things now you know shia labeouf is who he is and and we don't like him obviously but i feel like they could have and not that every character has to be redeemed or anything but that Having him as the as a non redeemable character did mm. no favors. Well, for the and film. they didn't know, right? Yeah. I mean, hopefully they didn't know. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, hopefully they this didn't. is just who this guy is. But um, yeah, so okay, so that scene was like, oh, don't, I can't, like, just let the scene be over. And then, like, I can't get worse than that, right? Um, this is something that someone may think 
how could that possibly be worse than like this <laughs> weird uh, sexual encounter? Um, so he is on the. Well, I'll say real quick before you get to that about the sex scene is that every every scene like this in a in a studio production has to have an intimacy coordinator. So right. um, one would hope that that person was involved in that scene. And so that both, well, I don't care about him, but at least Vanessa Kirby was in a place where she felt safe doing that scene. Oh yeah. I'm not, well, I mean, look, anything's possible, but I'm not saying like I watched it and thought poor girl. I'm pretty yeah. sure like, you know, um, I'm hoping that she stood her own and yeah, that there, that there was uh, there was agreements. I just mean like just watching it made me feel uncomfortable because, because, because of, of who, who he has yeah. done this to when there wasn't a coordinator around yeah, yeah. Is, is my, is my issue. Um, not particularly that scene, um, but the scene that really bothered me was uh, one where Vanessa Kirby's character is on the receiving end of a yoga ball, like the large, mm -hmm. very large exercise balls. Um, he hurls it at her face yeah. with such force, and it seemed really comfortable for yeah. him <laughs> again the, i'm watching it, was like it and the, i'm like it was like the only scene where we're both like <gasps> <gasps> yeah <laughs> but yeah. the thing the thing when you when you like sit and think about it though like you don't you don't really see the whole scene play out in one shot right it's not like yeah but there's still the, just this intent that he has and you're like you're just because you yourself, can't like, watch yeah you can't i can't watch his performances the same way because i'm like yeah. you look like the kind of guy who would hurl a fucking exercise yeah. ball at a woman's face. Yeah. <laughs> Will anything break there? Like, no. We don't know who actually still, threw it. Yeah. yeah, we don't know who actually threw it, but it just like. She just did it to herself. It just felt, it just, so much of the tone of that film yeah. post news just did not work for me. Yeah, because the character. However, the film was great. The film was great. Yeah, film was great. But yeah, to your point, I, I mean, just. Because you start, you hear all this stuff come out, and and then you're watching a film, and he's portraying a character that is exactly the type of person that he's being accused of being, you yeah, know, in a way. Exactly. So it's like, it's like this weird kind of uh, meta thing, and 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 yeah. For I just hope that Vanessa Kirby gets the credit she deserves because she really did a great job in this film. I think, and um, I mean, even you know, and. Uh, the whole, the film as a whole, you know, the cinematography was really nice, had this yeah. real natural kind of look like, you know, one of those like um, probably didn't use any lighting type of movies, mm -hmm. even though there, I'm sure there was lighting, but it looked very natural in, in that way. And, you know, where you maybe can't see the actor's face because the light, you know, and so uh, I liked a lot of those choices for that. And, um, you know, the direction, it was actually obviously directed well. You had like a nice one that you didn't even know was a one until halfway through. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like really strong stuff in there um some of the motivations were kind of like i don't know you know like mm -hmm. if you have vanessa kirby's character you know she's our protagonist right and we're supposed to be kind of rooting for her and mm -hmm. she's in this crazy relationship but then she's also kind of not treating this what was her the, the the nurse that came to the the doula the doula she wasn't she could have ended that from then, the beginning you yeah. know and she didn't and she allowed this person to go through that so those kind of motivations kind of were a little weird it didn't seem to to fit, although it's hard because I'm not in that position, so I don't know. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to judge that, that sort of thing, because yeah. it's such a specific uh, situation that I will never experience, you know? And so I, it's hard for me to judge that, but I, I feel like, but, you know, hey, the, the movie was, I felt, for the most part, the motivations were, were pretty clear. And yeah. I, I for standing back, you know, the fact that, because that's the other thing, right, is you look at Shalabov's character and... <laughs> You know, he has no, there's no redeeming quality to this, to this person. Mm -hmm. It seems like, you know, he's kind of given up drugs for her sort of drinking. or whatever, drinking yeah. that sort of thing. So there's that. But you have to wonder, like, what did she ever see in this guy? Yeah. You know, know what I mean? And and then, like, are we supposed to think that she doesn't pick good people? And and, and has he never you know shown I mean? like, this side before? Yeah, exactly. Him? So like, I'm, I'm interested to, to dive into that a little bit more. I would have been interested to dive into that a little bit more. What led yeah. to this relationship and how did it get here? Was it good at one point and then yeah. it soured? And Well, know. they seemed okay in the beginning yeah. like with the car and all of that, you know, getting the car and stuff. But there but was... you're, you, you don't become that type of person right. Right. Over, over this. No. You know, and then then you have to wonder, like, okay, but then did he just play it that way? And I, I will say something in defense of the character. Um, I will say that I felt like she was a bit insensitive mm. 
um, with what she wanted to do with the baby's remains. Yeah. Like that really is something that, well, that two people should be agreeing sure. on. And she just kind of was like, no, this her way of dealing with it was to detach. Yeah. She just wanted, like she was, become, she became very clinical about it mm -hmm. and she shut off her emotions, which I understand that people do that. But, you know, there was a scene where he was like begging her because she basically wanted to give the baby's body up to science. Right. And he was begging her not to do that. And I really feel like, you know, that that was kind of fucked up, you know, because mm -hmm. this is his child as well. And and he should have a say in, in what's going on. She just kind of seemed to like make those decisions um, but the only like, issue bitch, I'm donating this kid, you threw a yoga ball at my face. <laughs> um, the only reason the, I'm sorry, the only part that it was, it's, it wasn't like an issue with the part. It was a thing that writers do in screenplays that kind of makes me nuts. And it's when we get a detailed story about a character's past that everyone would already know. Yeah. So in this it's scene. It's hard, the exposition thing, yeah. Right. In this scene, her mother um, tells her, like, compare is making a comparison to to struggle and growing up and, and growing up during World War II and so that she had to be hidden under floors. And so, yeah. so Ellen Burstyn's character is having this emotional moment with her. And so she's telling her the details of it. And I'm thinking there's no way she wouldn't already know this yeah, story. Right. And so if the character had told the story instead or started telling it, you know what I mean? If she mm -hmm. had started telling the story uh, in the in the type of uh, like the, the type of direction of like, yeah, we know. Because, you know, you grew up during World yeah, War Two, yeah. and, you know, that if she had done that and then Ellen Burstyn came in and maybe corrected things or something. But yeah, I think a there, lot of writers do that and it kind of bugs me. Yeah, it's tricky trying to um, spout exposition in a setting in which everybody already knows that information. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how do you? Like, that would be established. Thing. But you would known know that. fact right? in yeah. your family that, that that happened. And this certainly wouldn't be the very first time that she's hearing the details of that tragedy, you know, yeah. so um, it, it's very it's it's kind of like forced in yeah. so that the audience obviously now understands perhaps where the mother's character is coming yeah. from having, you know, being around during the Holocaust, you know, so it's like, ugh, I don't know, but by no like nitpicking because the rest of it was really, really good. Um, I'm glad that I watched it because I was afraid to not watch it because I didn't want to um, I didn't I didn't want to dismiss the other actors. Yeah. And I'm glad it's that a tricky I did thing. it. And I know we've talked great. about it before, you know, it's like, you know, you have this a-hole, be it Shia LaBeouf or David O. Russell or whatever degree of asshole they are, you know, and, you know. Still talented, but an still asshole. Still talented, <laughs> but then it's like, you know, I don't want to support this person, but I also don't want to not support everybody else that worked on it, you know, so. Yeah, it's a but, tricky thing, uh, but. Pieces of a woman aside, because this, you know, the film had yeah, already yeah. been made, Um I do have to hold the people that continue to work with him accountable. You know, I, I like Christian Bale. I like Zoe Saldana, uh, you know, um, Riseboro. I like all, I like all of these people. I'll watch your other stuff, but yeah, I'm not gonna watch this, you know, because this guy's a dick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I still haven't decided, but I, it, I'm not, someone can say that I'm being a hypocrite. I'm I'm having I'm the first one to say like yeah I'm I'm having a hypocritical crisis because like I don't want to support this guy but I love film and I love these actors and yeah. it sucks and it's like this it's kind of thing shouldn't be going on and people really should be held accountable and I don't know soapbox put away yeah. anyway um really good good Where's that expression come from soapbox that I think that's like the actual like the people get up on a on a box yeah. and, and talk about how much they love soap or something <laughs> But like where else? Like where else would a soap box be? But in a soap box manufacturing plant, you know? And what? Like you know? I don't know. No, it's it's like it's okay. Look, so okay, uh, okay. Learn so, me. Okay, it's that's why I say it's a soap. Like you used it as a, a soap box. Everything was in crates. Yeah, realize yeah. like we didn't have plastic, yeah, and yeah. cardboard boxes in that time. Everything was used in wooden crates, so it was a soap box. So it's a raised platform, and oh. so people there were wooden crates, so you, they would use nothing to do them. with soap. Well, it's a soap box, maybe. Yeah, but why? But that's the thing: is why soap? It could have been any product. No, because it was for soap. Sh there was they shipped soap in them. Yeah, but you shipped tons of things. So why? Why is it? It was a more. I don't know. People didn't bathe as much then, so it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the, uh, maybe they they were the the perfect size, the something. perfect measurement. Yeah, needed 
for which to be on well, the box. Well, I, I think, that, you know, when people get up talking about soapboxes and they talk about their point of view, but so maybe people that worked in these soap manufacturing plants were very opinionated and they would stand on these boxes of soap a lot to talk about their feelings. <laughs> so that they can cleanse themselves? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, that's just about enough of that. Uh, shout outs. MoGraph.com and the MoGraph network. Check them out. They just actually kind of revamped their site a little bit. More back-end stuff than front-end stuff, but they have some really exciting stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah. So stay on, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. They're doing some crazies. Crazies. Yeah, I know I'm at least once or twice a week about technical questions. Mm. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. Um, so um, Reality Bomb Comicast is kind of like on hiatus at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they come back in, We'll bring them up again, but yeah. like, I just don't, I don't want people going over there and being like, oh, where's the episode and like not giving them a chance. Like they're mm-hmm. just kind of on hiatus right now. So they're going to come back. Uh, Steady Geek and just re- released another episode, getting right back into it. So shout outs to them. Um, not up for debate, of course. And, you know, like we said in the beginning, in case you didn't make it to here, but now that you've made it to here, if you have a film or something that you want us to watch, yeah. you know, reach out on the, if it's in, Instagram or on, on the website, um, the email on the website, go, yep. go, gorilla, Gmail. go, 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 gorilla. Um, but Instagram also works. I usually, yeah. I'm usually all over the Instagram. Instagram and emails. The Twitter is, is a little wonky. So yeah. is Facebook. Yeah, I don't. So we have to get better at those. No, we don't. It's well, been like, I'm not going to start using Facebook 135 episodes in. <laughs> just doesn't make any sense i'll just start posting like every single hour post a new episode episode 12 episode 13 episode well no but going forward we should probably have a bigger presence on facebook maybe no i don't don't think so it's fucking over (laughs) i think we should actually take the page down because it might work against us but anyhow um we appreciate you and thank you for listening thank you and uh yeah Bye. bye